0: And so I grabbed one, you know, and as they offered it to me, you know, I never was a rude person. So I took the book and lo and behold, the Lord laid on my heart to read that green book. And then when I started applying those words to, you know, street life, all of, that's when it, you know, that's when the Lord came upon me.
1: He's an author of a book called Deadly Deceptions in the Church. He also has another book coming out, which will be called What I Created When I Created You. So how's it going, T? Oh,
0: it's going pretty good. I'm on my last edit uh, of the title, What God Created When He Created You. Mm-hmm. And I uh, just sent that in. Hopefully by Easter, we will uh, have it published. Okay.
1: That sounds good. Um, hopefully by Easter, right? Absolutely. Uh, you've come into some snafus with uh, the publishers, though, have the editors, I guess.
0: Oh, call yeah. Them. They try my patience. That's a joke. <laughs> well, I'm editing the editors, so I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: right. You're paying them and they, they're paying you back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Um, before we get into your books, um, I wanted to cover how do we know each other? Well, Gary, you know, I met you in the Navy years ago from Rota, Spain. And um, the Lord had us to hook up there. And I was sharing some things with you about the Lord. And um, I can't really say what drew you to me, but uh, all I can remember is that, hey, we hooked up. Our wives hooked up and we became the best friends ever since. Yeah, I think it was um, the fact that we uh, were
1: in a situation where I guess we was like doing an in or something like that. And we all got together. It was another brother. I remember a dark skinned brother that uh, we all Connected together and we were going on different places and we just connected like that. So that I think that was kind of like the major. Aspect of the drawer. we got to be friends, and then from there, our families got to be friends, and absolutely, yeah, we went from there. So from um, so many years ago, nineteen eighty three, but we behind the ear sailors, you know, and, and, and still now, still <laughs> yeah. kicking it together. So yes, sir, yes, um, sir. So that's our relationship. So you know out there that this is uh, something that's uh, you know, I take my friends very you know seriously, and when they're about the word of God, I take that seriously because I don't want anything that somebody may say that can um, divert you from the most important thing about the gospel is that Jesus Christ. Amen. And so if I can put like a, uh, like a warning type thing on this conversation, um, some things my brother might say would be like nerve wracking, something that you may not have heard. And so we both agree that you take what he says, you know, and you, you don't just discard it, but meditate on it. Search the scriptures for yourself. That's Right. And let the spirit of God direct you in that truth. You know, the Bible says that he will teach us all things and guide us into all truth. So in everything, whether it's your pastor or a brother or sister that are frequent with the Lord, walking with the Lord, you have to come to that situation where you allow the Holy Spirit to teach you and guide you.
0: That's right. Be like the Bereans who said who heard the things of Jesus Christ and they went and searched the scriptures to verify whether or not those things were true. So do the same, be likewise, be like the Bereans, search those things out to see if they're true.
1: Amen. So, um, like I said, we are in a remote site. Sometimes you might hear some background noises or something like that or neighbors or whatever the case may be. Just deal with it. Um, Try to focus on the speaker, the word that's coming forth. And I, I believe you will be blessed. Amen. I want to know, because I don't know if I, I know in context and, and just want to just. The main important things about why you are a child of God. What made you? What led you? What's your background as far as first? What's your background? Secondly, or the conversion. How has that impacted your life? That Jesus encounter. How did that impact you?
0: Well, you know, Gary, I started off in the Catholic Church. You know, being a Catholic, you know, you don't really have to get into your word. You can just get into the rudiments of their uh, teachings um, and just practice a few of their uh, so-called uh, theology and how you confess your sins and how you pray to the Virgin Mary and go have communion and, you know, you'll be straight. You just have to believe in the Catholic Church. And so as I went my way, I recall reading uh, books of different religions, like the Rosveterians, the Buddhists, the uh you know, all the other, uh, the yin-yang and Judaism. And I would recall, wow, you know, if we could put all these different pieces together from each religion, we would have come up with the true religion. And I kept that thought in me, you know, as I was growing older, I would visit other churches and every once in a while, a pastor would uh, speak a word that would, you know, touch my heart, make me cry. But I held back that uh, calling, so to speak, to, Uh, Because I didn't understand it, for one, Mm -hmm. and I didn't uh, want people to know that the Word had touched me Mm because, you know, you out there in the streets, you got a reputation to maintain, and I couldn't let them think that uh, this pastor or whatever the teaching was, was affecting my life. Mm. So you didn't want
1: anybody
0: to think that you was a punk because exactly something moved you. Right. You something <laughs> moved it. Exactly. You know, so when you come out the church, you just go back into your normal thing. And so I visited, uh, you know, Baptist churches, other churches in the black community, Holy Roller type churches. So I thought I had a perspective on what God was doing through all these different religions. So, anyway, with that thought, you know, I grew up with my own ideas about God and religion. You know, treat people good was always the best thing. You know, growing up in your household, you learned that how to love your neighbors. And most of our neighbors were extended families, really. And so, that kind of carried me on that I build extended families even to this day. Uh, I call, I get close to people they call my brothers. Right. And in my time of going to college, I was... Um, you know, dealing, you know, in electronic engineering. And uh, I was in a physics class. And in that class, the laws of physics had some uh, similarities to, you know, street life. And I would use that uh, similarities of the street. For instance, uh, if you know the ship's direction and its speed, you can end up with a ship going going at various points. Mm-hmm. So I say, well, people can use that against people in society. You know what direction we want to go. Mm-hmm. You can change the variant, right. knowing that we got to go through this way to get the result that we're trying to get to. And seeing that, I mean, this was the type of things that I was able to see through certain laws of physics. And eventually the Lord came upon me to read a little Green Testament book that thank God for the people who passed them out in college. So when I grabbed a hold of one and- The Gideon Bible then, that's what you're talking about? Or? Right. A little Green Testament book. I don't, I don't know if it was, it might, most likely it was from the Gideons, but people were passing them out at the college. And so I grabbed one, you know, and as uh, they offered it to me, you know, I never was a rude person. so um, <laughs> So anyway, I took the book and, but lo and behold, the Lord laid on my heart to read that green book. And then when I started applying those words to, you know, street life. Right. All of that's when it, you know, that's when the Lord came upon me and the spirit of the Lord, you know, convicted me as I was reading this book. And, you know, I wasn't a bad person now. You know, I mean, I I had a good report among my elders and everything, you know, I was a good guy by nature, you know, but I did my sinful things. Right. Yeah. That's what you all did. Right. And so the Lord, uh, you know, opened uh, my eyes to these things that I could have, that at the moment I was applying all these laws and, you know, the words of Jesus to, and I could see them and understand them. And so as I, and then all of a sudden that caught my interest and I just kept reading and then all of a sudden conviction came and I started crying and repenting, you know, and asking God to forgive me, Lord, you know. I want the Lord to say, if a man so much as look upon a woman and lust. I say, Lord, forgive me, for I do that, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm crying. I'm going through the next stuff reading. <laughs> and I was really just kind of the Lord was showing me how I look through his eyes. Right. And like I say, I wasn't a bad person per se, you know, but. Per, per your perspective. Per my perspective. Right. right? <laughs> you know, because like I said, I was a Catholic and, you know, yeah. I didn't go out there and hurt nobody I bully nobody, you know, but, you know, we did our sinful things. But I thought overall, you know, I was a pretty good person (laughs) until I read the Bible, you know. And then, you know, I saw a lot of things that the Lord had me to see that was a part of my Catholicism that, you know, didn't jive with what the Bible was saying. Right. You know, about especially like confessing your faults to one another, where Mm -hmm. we confess our faults to a priest. Right. There's only one man that can forgive sins. And, you know, (laughs) so as I'm reading all this, also the Lord is applying or tearing down the structures that were built in me, you know, to bring me into that uh, new person. Of course, you know, I'm in college and I now I can't even uh, get into my college books because the Word of God has had overwhelmed me mm-hmm. so strongly that I you know I didn't care about my classes no more. I right. was on the Dean list and then mm-hmm. I went into academic warning and <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. then I ended up, <laughs> end up going you know down yeah. into where I didn't finish my education. And I only had six months for a social mm-hmm. degree, and I was working mm-hmm. with NASA. But none of that mattered to me what mm-hmm. I was losing. And I would tell people, you don't understand. You're looking at what I'm losing. Mm-hmm. You don't even see what I'm gaining. Right. And what I'm gaining is a lot greater mm-hmm. than what I'm losing. Because if God mm-hmm. wants me to, I can always pick that up. Right. But what about this opportunity? Mm-hmm. I don't know how many times I can get this opportunity, mm-hmm. you know. And so, that's what started my journey. That's how God called me, you know, through the uh, thing. And so, I started witnessing to the brothers on the street, you know, mm-hmm. the guys I, you know, I hung out with, grew up with, you know, start telling them. And- so, there there was a noticeable
1: change from the time you said, I do to Jesus. Yes. it's a notable change. Something
0: happens. Right. Something happens. Okay. Yeah. And so, you know, so I'm still doing a few things that I did. Like, for instance, you know, I was smoking weed. And uh, so, the guys that I hung out with, you know, of course, that's part of our thing in the 70s. You know, Mm -hmm. you smoke weed, drink beer, drink wine, and you talk, you know, about this, that, and the other. Well, I'm talking about God. Right. Of course, my friends don't want to hear that. Mm -hmm. So, one of my closest friends, which hurt my heart when he said, man, I don't want to hear that S.H., you know. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, then my heart dropped. Then another guy who I really didn't like, but he was hanging out with us, he said, man, you don't know what you're talking about. He's talking about God. Then my heart lifted back up, (laughs) you know, and, but you know, when you, in that process, I didn't care uh, what I was, uh, you know, what friends I would lose Mm -hmm. because like I said, gaining uh, the knowledge of God. And, you know, at that time I was thinking, man, when I get high, man, Lord, your word flows to me like rivers of living water. Mm -hmm. And so as I was walking home from that park, after that conversation with my friends, I said, Man, Lord, you know, I smoke your weed, you know, that word flowed through me. And uh, I heard a voice tell me. No, you don't need weed to have the Word flow through you. You need the Holy Ghost. So I just said, right. well, give me the Holy Ghost then. <laughs> and, uh,
1: I'm so, glad you said that because, you know, I didn't want a bunch of people going out there getting some weeds. <laughs> in. I want the Lord to flow through me. <laughs> right, right. And
0: he, something will, but it might not be the Lord. <laughs> but uh, the Holy Spirit or God is able to cons- to sustain you, you mm-hmm. know. And so as I witnessed to people, you know, later on, but getting back to, um When I was going up to my porch at my house, there was a wind that came and and the trees kind of blew violently. And the next thing I know, I felt like a veil that came off of me. Right. And I said, wow, you know, everything looked different in my Mm -hmm. eyes. I said, wow, what is this? And uh, I heard the voice say, this is the Holy Ghost. I'm like, wow. Mm -hmm. So, of course, naturally, I was like a kid with a new toy. Mm -hmm. I wanted to see how everything looked through these eyes now. Right. You know, so I would go to uh, the club and and look and look around and I'm like, "Oh wow, you know, mm-hmm. and I could see things that you know I thought were shadows, like shadows, you know, and I knew kind of what they were, and I'm like, man, and I saw this one over the over the uh, the DJ. And mm. I could see it was like a spirit of heaviness upon him because he was trying to get the crowd to dance. And, he, you know, he's losing his, he's scared he gonna he ain't going to get this flow good and everybody going to boo him, you right. know. So yeah. I could see that heaviness upon him trying to keep the crowd going, you know. Mm. And I was like, wow, you know. Mm. So I saw that and I was like, oh, Lord, you know.
1: Were you high at this time? No,
0: I wasn't high at okay, this time. Okay, so this no. is all in the spirit. Right? All in the spirit, yes. And so, um, so after I got the, once that veil came off, you know. I knew I had the Holy Ghost. And uh, I, like I say, with this new vision mm-hmm. of seeing the world, which was different than my, you know, I, I had this consciousness of God mm-hmm. that I never had before, uh, uh, understanding that God is in me and mm-hmm. he knows me and my thoughts and, and I know he's with me. You know, a couple of months after that, because I joined the Navy and right. now and, uh, the Lord had me to get away from my hometown, mm-hmm. because I guess the Lord knew in time I may get, you know, sucked back Somewhere then. Right, right. Back into that earthly ways mm-hmm. again.
1: But well, let me let me go back to when you were telling the story about when you got when you got saved, when you got changed, and you went back to your the hood talking about the the Lord and everything like that and you said your best friend, your closest friend, said he ain't wanna hear that junk, right? Right. And then one that you didn't like was drawn to that. That is the power of the Holy Spirit, you know. So it, it just lets you know that those that walk into walking with you in the flesh are not going to be the same people that's walking to you in the spirit.
0: Absolutely. And that know? brother saved now. Amen. That brother that stood amen. up for I me. Mean, he's amen. deep into the word amen. now. Praise amen. God. Yeah. Praise Maybe God. not so much because I mean, I'm, I only planted or watered, mm. but you know, God gives the end Right. Peace.
1: You know, you were part of that process exactly. of coming to the kingdom because he
0: could see that change, obviously, right. you yeah. know, but, uh,
1: amen. But, amen. All right. So you have, uh, been on this journey. You know, we we've, we've met, we we talked about meeting each other, and then you've been on this journey of your testimony from from rags to riches. You know, yes. we are rich in Christ Jesus. Amen. And um now you are, you've seen things, you've done things, you minister on the streets. You you uh, you and your wife are partners in in, in ministry all over yes. the place, and it may not be in a traditional you know, format, but you still do the kingdom work. Absolutely. And so you've created these two books. The first book has been published. Yes. And it's called what? Deadly Deception in the Church. Okay. So first question about that, I want to know what was your inspiration? And the second question is, what are your prayers and hopes that you want people to walk away after reading that first book?
0: Well, you know, Gary, the... The uh, first book dealt with uh, a trick that Satan was using in the church mm-hmm. concerning the law, and it was a very clever trick. Mm-hmm. And I would say ninety-nine percent of most uh, churches, you know, practice mm-hmm. you know that law that Satan was using because the scriptures say if you practice the law, you're no longer under grace. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, Satan knows that. So, if I can get you to practice the law. You and, and make you believe you're still under grace. Mm-hmm. That would be a great deception. Okay. And so the question came, well, how many laws do you need to follow to be considered under the law? Right. You know, one, 20, 50, 100, you mm-hmm. know, how many laws does it take to be considered under the law? Mm-hmm. And the answer that came to me is that whatever law you put your faith in, if you put your faith in a specific law, you know, that if I do this, then God mm-hmm. will do that. Mm-hmm then, you know, you put yourself in position of following the law in order to achieve something Mm -hmm. instead of just being under God's grace. As Paul said, who has bewitched you that Mm -hmm. you have started in the spirit, then now that you are being made perfect by the law.
1: Amen. Father, I just want to thank you for this opportunity that we have to serve you in this manner. Every hearer of the word, everything that was spoken today, I pray, Lord God, that it will produce fruit. I pray that it went to a good and honest hearts, Father yes, God, Lord. that it was willing to wait and be patient for the fruitfulness of the word. Father, I thank you and praise you for those that are believers, oh Lord God, that yes, they will Lord. receive this word with such such a tenacity, such a desire, such yes, a, it will bring forth a hunger mm-hmm. that they want more and more of Jesus Christ, yes, Father Lord. God, in their lives. And I thank you, Lord God, for those that are listening that don't know you, Lord God, that yes. you're giving them the opportunity to be to, to to receive the goodness that you have for them, yes, Lord. you've created them for a reason and for a purpose. Yes, God. And I just pray, Lord God, that they're willing to 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 unchackle themselves to things that are familiar mm. and embrace the things that belongs to God. Yes, Lord. And we thank you and thank we God. praise you in the, in the name of Jesus. So I thank everybody for listening in and all praise amen. and the honor and the glory, Father, for this opportunity once again thank in you, Jesus' Lord, for name. The opportunity. Yes, God. Amen and amen. amen. Yes, and else.
0: Yes. So, if they had any questions or they couldn't understand uh, something, because you know I'm a warrior type, you know, spirit, and so sometimes uh, a warrior can seem a little more fierce than a scholar, mm-hmm. you know. So that's probably because the Lord saved me off the streets. Mm-hmm. So anyway, if you know, like I said, when the book comes out. Uh, you'll see some way to contact me if it uh, troubles you in a negative way. What is that email address? uh, Ty, Mm. T-Y, the letter N, Christ, the number four and the letter U at yahoo.com.
1: You've been listening to It Was Found in My Heart with Gary and Veronica. If you need prayer or if you have any questions or responses, you can contact us by sending us an email at iwfimh at gmail.com. That's iwfimh at gmail.com.